Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop, which is taking place on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer to sign up. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to identify simple solutions and systems that will make a massive difference and ripple effect inside of your center. I'm going to help you create efficiency where you need it most and understand what is causing your school to feel so hectic and where those big pain points are. We're going to clarify your center's priority system to improve this summer. I'm going to show you how to audit those systems. We're going to define your desired outcomes, and you're going to leave the workshop with a simple plan that will make huge impact. And by simple, I mean very simple. No complex, no multi-step processes. Super, super simple. No one has time for long things. No one has brain capacity for extra stuff. We need simple things that have massive impact. Go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer, and I'll see you there. Welcome to the Schools of Excellence podcast, where we have conversations about education, leadership, and building a school of excellence. The goal on this show is to bring you clarity, up-level your mindset, and give you practical strategies and inspiration so you can show up with confidence and trust your decision-making. I'm Khan Wolshansky. I'm a mom of 410, a former New Yorker, and been in the early childhood field my entire life. And I'm so grateful that you've joined me for this conversation. Today's episode is all about how to run an end-of-the-year staff meeting. And I'm going to walk you through a breakdown of a number of reasons of why an end-of-the-year staff meeting is so important, things to consider and think about, and most importantly, questions to ask yourself and your team during this end-of-the-year staff meeting. One of the resources that I created for this podcast episode is an entire workbook on end-of-the-year reflective questions to ask your staff. So if you'd like access to that workbook, the link to that workbook is in the show notes. Okay, so let's get started with the first part of running an end-of-the-year staff meeting. So whether you run a 10-month academic school year or you run 12 months a year, May is an incredible time for reflection. And I know that many schools are ending the school year in the next week or so. Some people are already kind of ending. I heard one school already ended last week, which is very early. But this is very different from an end-of-the-year performance review that you do with the teachers or your leadership team. This is an end-of-the-year time for reflection. Now, one of the things that are important to remember when it comes to reflection is reflection really serves two very important purposes. One being reflection ensures that we can consistently improve on our skill set, on our process. And part of being an educator and building a school of excellence and being part of this community is wanting to consistently get better and create a school of excellence. So when you think about reflection, it actually should be something that's baked into the rhythm of your school, right? This is how we reflect on our practices. This is how we reflect on our performance. One of the critical components that we have inside of our memberships, inside of the directors in our circle and our owners HQ is consistent reflection and working through the cycle of ensuring, hey, did I do this? I promised myself I was going to show up here. Did I actually do that? Reflection closes feedback loops to ensure 
that you're actually getting momentum and you're taking one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other. The other reason that reflection is so critical is it ensures that you don't repeat mistakes. So taking the time to pause and reflect is not just about pausing and sharing wins and progress and where we're proud of ourselves. Those are really important that build confidence feedback loops. The other component of reflection is to actually ensure that you're not repeating mistakes and that people, yourself, your leadership team, and your staff can be more intentional about their practices. You can't be intentional if you don't know what you're actually doing, if you don't have awareness about how you're showing up. The only way to have awareness is to actually be reflective of what you've done until now. So this is why this is such an important podcast and why I'm dedicating an entire episode to a year-end review with your staff, specifically in a staff meeting. This is different than a year-end performance review and all of that kind of stuff, which we have a lot of content and training on in our membership. This is specifically for your staff. Okay. So now that we understand why reflection is so important, the other thing to remember is that we all fall into this inertia of the day-to-day, and we need these reminders to reconnect with our why, to re-anchor in our company's values and give ourselves the motivation we need to continue and move forward right? Remember that motivation does not come in the form of gift card bonuses and raises. Motivation is an internal game of self-awareness. What do I need to do to be successful and feel proud of myself? Okay, I'm going to say it again. Motivation is an internal game. Motivation is not raises, bonuses, gift cards, you know, 401ks, Roth IRAs. That's not motivation. Motivation is an internal game of re-anchoring with your purpose, your meaning, your why, of why you show up. And that is why year-end staff meetings need to incorporate these components of reflection and asking these questions so that teachers can self-internalize like, Okay, so this is why I show up. This is my motivation. This is my why. This is my anchor. And for every single one of your teachers, it's going to be something else, which is great because everyone's very unique and different. And you want the diversity of those voices where people can share those things. The other thing to be mindful of is as we wrap up the school year and we head into the summer, There are a lot of projects that get picked up immediately in the fall, right? In September, it's a time of, you know, shiny new backpacks and brand new workbooks and these new composition notebooks and new folders and all these things, which is really, really exciting. But what we need to remember is how we close off the year and how we reflect and how we put these things together and package it up is how we come back from the summer and come into the fall to start the new school year. So actually understanding how to wrap up the year really well is important in ensuring that your September is set up for success. Okay, so ensuring that fall and September are set up for success is taking the time to be reflective and run this staff meeting well and do it with intention. So I'm going to share with you guys my top five questions that I like to ask at these year end staff meetings. And again, like I said in the beginning of this episode, if you want a link to the entire workbook of all of the questions, check the link in the show notes and we have the workbook there. Now, when you're sitting with your team at a year end staff meeting, we want to start with a plan. 
Okay. So first thing is simple nourishment. Okay. What food, what theme or whatever it is are going to use for your year-end staff meeting. For some people, they like to take the team to a restaurant. For some people, they like to go to a bar. They want to go to a park. They want whatever it is. Remember that planning something beautiful and meaningful really shows the team how you value them. And it's a huge component of your culture. So that's the first thing. The other thing is, is how are you going to celebrate wins and how people are proud of themselves, right? Do you want to give awards? Do you want to highlight core values? Do you want to highlight behaviors? Remember that what you acknowledge is what you get more of. So what do you want to see more of in your school come the rest of this year and the fall in September? I think this is a great year to acknowledge teachers resilience and mental strength and emotional capacity because what if that was what you were highlighting teachers resilience teachers mental strength teachers emotional bandwidth and capacity the teachers that showed up in those ways what if that was rewarded and actually openly publicized like why you're proud of certain teachers for how they showed up what it's demonstrating and showing your team and your staff is this is something that you value. This is something that you find important. So it's really, really powerful to think about what are you going to acknowledge? What are you going to reward? What are you going to show and congratulate the team what you're proud of? Be super mindful of that. Because whatever you acknowledge, you get more of. So if you want to see more confident teachers, how can you reward confidence? If you want to see more resilient teachers, how can you reward resiliency? If you want to see more teachers that have mental capacity um, and are able to navigate challenges and not, you know, get like just completely distraught when something doesn't go their way, reward that, right? Acknowledge that as a super powerful when you're thinking of putting together your year-end staff meeting. What it does is it continues to close the feedback loop for your staff. This is what you value. This is what you find important. Now let's go into some of the questions. Remember that these questions take time to answer. So you're going to want to really invite the team to slow down to answer these questions with intention from their heart. It takes time to really think about the answers to these questions. So question number one is, what is something new that you tried in your classroom this year and how did it work out for you? Did you try something new and how did it work out? The reason this question is really powerful is because it's sending an unconscious signal to your staff you want people to push themselves. You want them to try new things. And so when you ask this question, what did you try this year that was new and how did it work out? You're sending a message. Everyone should be trying new things and closing feedback loops on how they worked out. This is one of my favorite questions because it really forces teachers to be reflective of Am I trying new things or am I running on autopilot? Am I just continuing to regurgitate the same ideas that I've done year after year? Or am I trying something new? Am I actually doing something different? It's a really, really powerful question. So that's one of the questions from the workbook. Another question is, at what point during this year did you feel most joyful and proud of your work? 
At what point during this year did you feel most joyful and proud of your work? Why is this important? The teacher's ability to be proud of herself, to be proud of how she's showing up, is a direct correlation to her internal motivation and confidence. And so taking the time to invite teachers to be reflective of when did you feel most joyful and proud of yourself this year? Because that's what you want to be doing more of next year. That's what you want to invite more of into the classroom in the coming months and weeks. We all need to be proud of ourselves. We all need to feel like we're making a difference, we're making an impact. It's a basic human need. And so helping your teachers close feedback loops on where they felt joyful, where they felt most proud of themselves is so inspiring and really helps teachers think about like, wow, I am really proud of my work. I am really proud of myself. Guess what? Being proud is a great feeling and you're going to want more of that. So really, really powerful question. Hey there, it's Connie. And I wanted to share with you about my special Build to Last workshop. So last time we did this workshop, we did it in March and we had over 700 early childhood leaders from all over the world join us. And I mean, from all over the world, I mean, as far as India, Australia, all parts of Africa, Canada, the US, Italy, We had some people from Hawaii, Australia. It was amazing. So the reason we're doing it again is because it was such a huge success from the aspect of people got amazing transformational results within the first couple days of this workshop. So I want to walk you through what it's all about and why you should sign up if you are a school leader. So in this workshop, I'm going to be going over the three sustainable pillars to build and sustain your school of excellence. Pillar number one, mindset. Pillar number two, time. And pillar number three, culture. And within culture, I'm gonna be doing a bonus session with you guys on conflict, how to have difficult and impossible conversations. So this is gonna be a four day experience where every single day I'm gonna be teaching, training, coaching, and advising you guys on all of these different pillars. And what's even more so is I'm going to give you a very special workbook where you're going to be able to take notes, see the exercises, the practices, the prompts, the scripts, all the things that you need. Because in those four days, here's what I know. You're busy. You don't have extra time to do a workshop. You don't have extra time to do things that aren't going to deliver a result in your school. And that is why I'm committed to every single minute in this workshop is going to be valuable for you. It's going to give you practical strategies that you can implement right away in your school. So if you're thinking, oh, I would really love to sign up for this, but I don't have time. Guess what? It's going to be recorded. So even if you can't show up live, you can get access to the recording within the first week. After that, the recordings are going to go down. And if you're saying, oh, I would really love to join this, but I actually don't even have time to watch a recording. Here's what I want to tell you. If you don't have time, this is why you want to be on here. Because on day two, I'm going to be teaching you about effective time strategies and how to focus on key priorities that move your school forward and how to delegate, delete, and outsource anything that doesn't move your school forward. So if you're wondering, or if you're thinking about, goodness, I would love to have more peace of mind. I would love to have more of an ability to focus on the things I need to, build and sustain my school of excellence, build an amazing school culture, build a place where teachers have staff find, where they want to come, where parents see us as professionals, not babysitters, where I have the energy, the focus, the time, the mental space, the resilience, the confidence to trust my decision-making. Guys, this is the place, the Build to Last workshop. So all you need to do is go to hani.me slash build to last or click the link over here in the show notes, in the description, in the comments, wherever it is. 
and sign up. And right after you sign up, you're going to get access to an incredible community of people who all want to do this amazing stuff with you. So I can't wait to see you there. Connie.me slash built to last. Sign up. Can't wait to see you there. All right. Take care. The next question. Who was the most challenging student this year? And what made the situation challenging? And then another part to that question is, who helped you navigate the process? Now, each of these questions are very intentionally crafted. Um, And this is why I create scripts workbooks. This is why I write questions. This is why I write scripts consistently, because the way you craft a question is the way that it processes in the person's mind. And the subtleties and the nuances of the choice of words that you use when you ask a question is a powerful indicator of the type of coach that you are and mentor and someone who's inspiring people to think for themselves, okay? Number one part of the question is, who was your most challenging student? Have them recognize every single teacher has students that they find more challenging. And so you are normalizing that having challenging students in a classroom is normal. Not you're crazy if there's challenging students. Challenging students are a part of the journey. It's what you raised your hand and signed up for when you said, I want to be a teacher. So who was your most challenging student? The other thing that you asked is, what made the situation challenging? Because every single person is going to answer that differently. And so this raises self-awareness for the teacher of an area that she can work on. Interesting. I find these situations challenging. Those are not facts. Those are thoughts. They're your thoughts. You believe that this situation is challenging. Somebody else doesn't find it challenging. So this is such a powerful way to work with mindset with your teachers and helping them recognize this is a situation that you find challenging. Do you want to set this as a stretch goal for yourself for this coming calendar year that this is going to be something you're going to work on that will no longer be challenging for you? And now you get to stretch yourself somewhere else. And the cycle continues, right? Because there's no such a thing as, I'm a master at all this stuff. I got this. I don't need to learn anything here. There's nothing left for me. I'm a superstar. I don't like those words. I don't like the word superstar. I don't like the word amazing. Like, we all are a work in progress. We need to be proud. We have wins. We are so freaking proud of ourselves. And there's so much more I still want to grow in and get better at. Okay. So I love that second part of the question. And then the last part is who helped you navigate the process? Again, a subtlety into the unconscious mind of, hey, you need to ask for help. When you have a challenging child in a challenging situation, who did you go to to ask for help? Because if the answer is I didn't go ask for help or no one, well, you're not tapping into the resources that we've created in this community. I tell this to my leaders all the time in my inner circle and my owners when they're stuck. And I say, who did you reach out to for help? What training did you tap into? And it's like, well, I don't know. You're not leveraging the community. You're not leveraging the resources that are open to you. A community of people who want to help hundreds and hundreds of trainings that are there for you, coaches and mentors and advisors and friends that are here to help you navigate the journey. 
Who helped you navigate this? You are never supposed to try to figure these things out on your own. That is not what life is about. That is not what this culture is about. That is not what this community is about. We are about linking arms with one another and helping each other lift each other up. So if you're alone, tap on someone, a resource, a person. So this is such a powerful question because you're communicating to staff, lean on each other. I'm not the only person that can help you. That's why there's community. Lean on one another. And it's scary. But this data is so powerful for you because if majority of your staff said no one, you need to educate your staff on linking arms with each other, on leaning on one another. It means your staff needs more support in how to be more vulnerable and ask for help. So I love these questions because it informs staff development. It informs decision-making and investments and resources that you're going to invest in the team. So the answers to these questions are not just as a group exercise. You actually want to ask the staff to submit these to you so you can review them, right? This is why I created this in a workbook form. So you can download it, print it out, give it to your staff, have them fill it out and give it back to you. The data in this really helps you make critical decisions of the next steps that you want to do in your school. So take the time to do this. So another question is, did you take time to connect with team members or other colleagues at school this year? Or did you fly solo trying to figure it all out on your own? Again, another nuance to the previous question. Did you take the time to connect? You are demonstrating this is a core value of our company. Lean on each other. Connect with one another. Don't do this alone. When staff feel like they're alone, that's where depression comes from. That's where anxiety comes from. That's where burnout comes from. That's where staff quitting comes from. It comes from a sense of, I need to figure this out on my own. And guess where that mindset comes from? Drum roll. You, the leader, when you think you need to figure every single thing out on your own, so do your staff. You can talk till you're blue in the face, lean on each other, get resources from one another. If you're trying to figure things out on your own, if you're not investing in yourself and leaning on community, not on free community, that's called picking people's brains. Don't do that. Where you're investing in yourself. You're raising your hand and saying, I am worthy to spend time and money on myself. I want to lean on other people, whether that means you're going to a conference or you're going into a community or you're joining a program or you're hiring a coach. I cannot tell you how much like goodness comes from just the leader taking the step and investing in themselves. It is a subconscious aura that you create in your school. You are not supposed to do this alone. And I see this again and again. The leaders who show up and invest in themselves will see this in their schools again and again. Teachers lean on each other. They lean on one another. They're there for each other. And it's not because of something that you said. It's because of the actions that you're taking. You are investing in yourself. You are surrounded by community. These are all the subtleties that So many people don't realize of the cost of not investing in yourself, of not 
believing that you're worthy. And I'm doing a whole separate podcast episode. Our next episode is actually all going to be about the power of investing in yourself. Um, So stay tuned for that. That's going to be released next week. But to answer from this question is understanding that you want your teachers to link arms with one another. You want them to lean on each other. You can want that all you want. If you're going to fly alone, if you think that you're supposed to do this by yourself, if you think that you're quote unquote smart enough to do this and you don't need help, so do your staff. They're not going to lean on each other. They're just going to try to figure everything out on their own. And then you just have lone soldiers and you don't have a family. You don't have a brotherhood and sisterhood together. And that's, that's just a real loss to your culture. And the final question and remember, there's tons of other questions in the workbook. Is there something specific you want to remember when you come back in September? And how will you remember it? Is there something specific you want to remember when you come back in September? And how will you remember it? At the end of the year, there's a lot of things that are very fresh in our minds. And we're like, oh, I really want to remember this for next time. One, what is that? And two, how are you going to remember it? How are you going to remember what it is that you never want to forget. I did a whole social post many months ago as the country started to come out of the pandemic around never forget. And we always say these things like, I never want to forget. I never want to forget this. But how do we never forget? We need to continue to tell the story, right? That's how we never forget. Well, if there's something that you don't want to forget about this year and you want to remember it for September, how are you going to do that? How are you going to continue to tell the story? to yourself. What are those going to be those reminders? And those are the practices of leadership. Remember that the link to the workbook is in the show notes. And the other thing I want to share with you guys is we are actually doing an incredible four-day workshop called the Build to Last Workshop. Starts on June 1st. It's quickly approaching. And one of the things that we're actually going to be doing is talking about conflict, inner team conflict. That's what we're going to be doing on day four. And I know that so many of you really want more strategies of how to help your teachers own their own development, step up for themselves, become more accountable, believe that they have what it takes inside of themselves. And so that's why we're dedicating an entire day focusing all on conflict, everything around that, because 80% of your conversations are around difficult conversations and conflict. And so conflict is not good or bad. It is. And learning how to embrace conflict and deal with it head on is really going to be a game changer for you guys. So that's why we're dedicating a whole day to that. Also time and culture and all the other things that I always talk about in schools of excellence. So if you want to register, remember that you don't need to join us live. I know so many people People have been asking questions. What if I can't make it live? That's why I didn't register. Make sure that you register for the workshop and you will get the daily replays to the um, daily lives that I'm going to be doing. So to register, go to khani.me slash build to last or click the link in the show notes. Thanks so much for joining me for today's episode and I'll see you next week. If you are loving the Schools of Excellence podcast and have gotten any value out of it for your school, I would love if you can do two things for me. One, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And two, can you please leave us a review? Reviews help other school leaders know that this is the place to learn how to build a school of excellence. And I would be so grateful if you can do that for us. 
Your help and support makes this show to be able to be listened by the thousands of other school leaders all around the world. Thanks so much for listening, for giving us your time and attention each and every week. And I appreciate that you have joined us. Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can click the link in the show notes or go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to optimize your already efficient systems or help you tweak some ones that need a little bit more tweaking to help you enter the 2024-2025 school year with ease, with success, and with calmness. Increase your profitability, reduce your expenses, and more than anything, just help you buy back some of your time. I look forward to seeing you there.